Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. I serve as our North Campus pastor as well as our online pastor. I want to say thank you for joining us in uh, on the Jesus Everyday Podcast uh, with Barb Hoker from our Salem campus this week. And we're opening up the book of Philippians. We'll get into that here in, uh, in just a little bit. Uh, but Barb, before we uh, do get into Philippians 1, outside the person of Jesus, uh, who in your life has made the, the biggest impact? And what was it about y'all's relationship that really led to that impact? Well, it would have been my pastor when I was um, probably in my teens. Okay. And part of the reason it was an impact is he had a daughter the same age as I. Mm. So we were friends and I got to, we spent a lot of time together. And because of that, just seeing how he lived his life out mm. and how, and he was one of the people that got me into the word you know, as a teenager, um, not just uh, reading the Bible when I go to church, but mm-hmm. reading it on a daily basis. So I think that was would be the biggest. Now, was he like the student pastor? No, or was he... He, it was a small church. So okay. We only had one pastor. I, guess, well, <laughs> okay. I didn't know because I think that some people um, can almost what I would call silo out pastors. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's the pastor of the students and that's the pastor. And even, you know, we have those titles here, but it's really like, no, we're all pastors. These are just the areas that we kind of like focal in, um, but really this multi-generational. So, so cool. I love it. All right, as you open up in your, your scriptures to Philippians chapter 1, uh, I kind of wanted to set the, the stage here uh, before we do, Barbara. Uh, so uh, Paul's the author here. Uh, he's writing this from prison in Rome uh, as he's been locked away. He's been arrested. You know, we, we looked a couple weeks ago where he made his plea uh, in Acts chapter 26 uh, to Rome. I, I want to go to Rome for my court case. Um, and so off he goes, and here he's paying. I think that's just mind-boggling to me always. He pays his own like rent fee per se to be locked to Roman guards here in this. Uh, so that's where he's writing this to the church of Philippi. So here in Philippians one, uh, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit illuminated that you highlighted and wrote down? Well, like you said, it says in here that he is in chains for Christ, but even during that time while he's in chains, he says, and this is my prayer mm. that you love, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, mm-hmm. so you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ. And like you said, he's reading, he's doing this from prison. Mm-hmm. And I think if I was in prison, would I uh, be praying for other people? <laughs> I'd probably be more focused on myself, like, how do I get out of here, mm-hmm. you know? Or you know, that they treat me, you know, that they they don't beat me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he, he's still focused on what God has called him to do. And he even uses the word blameless there. Yes. Which I think is like, well, if you're in prison, then you're obviously not blameless. Like something had to happen there, Paul, to get into prison. Uh, but it, I think it's interesting when you look at Jesus when he's arrested. Mm-hmm. And how I think Paul really models this for Christ. Like Christ doesn't argue his way. He doesn't try to proclaim or persuade like, hey, this isn't where I deserve it. It's just really he's silent. Doesn't argue. Just says, God, this is your plan. 
Mm-hmm. Journey. And I, I love uh, even in this little bit before in verse 12, uh, when he says, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me, talking about his imprisonment, has really served to advance the gospel. I think that's, that's, a, that's a powerful verse there. Um, so explain a little bit. I know we kind of explained a little bit of this text, but any other things you see here in, in Philippians well, 1? And, of course, there's the verse 21 that we hear over and over again. Mm-hmm. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Mm-hmm. And we all can claim that, you know, that, you know, while we are here, we are to live for Christ and to do what he has called us to do. But when we die, we have gained are eternal. And uh, someone talked to me one time about fear, and I said, I, I don't really have much fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but because when I get to heaven, and or when I, I know God's not going to say, well, I wasn't expecting you today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's going to say, you know, Hopefully, mm-hmm. my prayer is that he says, well done. Mm. No, but um, that we we have a huge thing to gain. Mm-hmm. And we are and we are in eternal life right now. Mm-hmm. We just have we're living at this side. Mm-hmm. And we, so we have to do what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And so to live as Christ, but to die is gain. That's right. So you got into the application a little bit there. Any other, any other points of application you see for believers and followers of Jesus? So we don't have to fear. Yeah, No fear, but also says conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel. Mm. Um, that's in verse 27. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's an application that we have to do is are we conducting ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel? Mm-hmm. So I can't. I can't be saved and then just live however I want to live. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I, I, I actually have had people think that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if God has saved you, you don't want to live mm-hmm. the way you used to live. Mm-hmm. You want to live differently. So if he has saved you, you want to be different mm-hmm. and you want to do things that are glorifying to him so that's what we need to be doing that's good what uh what was the holy spirit calling you in your personal response to this text today barbara to uh love more and also to conduct myself worthy of the gospel mm-hmm. and hopefully that uh, through that, people will see Jesus. Mm-hmm. Love it. May people see Jesus in us. Well, thank you for joining us here as we open up in the book of Philippians this week. Uh, we will continue through the book of Philippians the remainder of this week and the start of next week. But thanks for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday podcast. 